1: of Cardinals camp over the weekend. It looks like we're more or less down to the 28-man roster for the Cardinals. Tanner's guy, Andre Palante is likely going to be the last arm coming out of the bullpen, and your bench this year is very likely going to be Dickerson, Newt Barr, Kisner, who am I missing here? Oh, Albert Pujols as well is going to be another one, and then uh, Sosa as well. And the guy that's been reporting on all of this is John Denton, covers the Cardinals for MLB.com. You can follow him on Twitter at John denton 555 joins us now via the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. John, we appreciate the time today how you doing my friend
0: i'm doing great i'm doing great well opening day is almost here and i can't can't wait to get to st louis and this is going to be your first one here in st louis
1: covering the cardinals have you ever been to a game in st louis for opening day
0: i have never been to an opening day i was at uh, mark mcguire's 61st and 62nd i was at the world series in 82 i was at the world series when david freeze uh, you know completed the best game in baseball history I was at game seven, which was uh, Albert Pujols' last game in a cardinal uniform before before Thursday, so I've been to hundreds of cardinal games, but i have never been there on an opening day, and I'm looking forward to you know seeing all the red coats and the Clydesdales and and all the hoopla that goes with opening day in St. Louis.
1: So one thing that's going to be different this time around, for the first time in more than a decade, Albert Pujols is going to be riding in one of those cars as they go around the infield. Uh, John, were you surprised at all when you heard earlier today Oliver Marmole saying, "Hey, you know, yeah, Albert's probably going to get that start on opening day"?
0: Yeah, you know, I'm I'm not surprised at all, and and this is not a ceremonial thing. You know, this is Albert's not some dog and pony show. The guy showed up to camp. He's trim. His timing looks good. Uh, you know, he missed two balls the other day against Adam Wainwright, and both of them went to the track. And, you know, he's driven balls back up the middle. He's hitting balls the other way. Uh, he hit a ball, uh, let's see, Sunday in an inter-squad scrimmage. It happened to hook foul, but it probably went 450 feet. So, you know, Albert has been dialed in. He is determined. You know, Albert has nothing to prove to anybody, but he's determined to show that this is not just some ceremonial uh, you know, rah-rah sort of thing. Like he's here to try to win a win a third ring with the Cardinals.
1: Well, that's been exciting, John. And I know Cardinals fans are pumped up to see him. What's the other big storylines that you've taken away from uh, from camp thus far as we're winding things down?
0: Well, you know, I mean, everybody's, you know, everybody's excited to see Adam Wainwright make his sixth opening day start, and everybody's, you know, ready to celebrate. You know, it's, it's going to be a season-long celebration for Yadi Molina as well. You know, you don't want him to get overlooked in in the Albert Pujols uh, hoopla. I mean, this is going to be Yadi's 19th straight, uh, straight opening day. You know, it, it, he's got the longest uh, streak, consecutive streak with a team by a catcher in MLB history. You know, we all know that... Yadi Molina is a future Hall of Famer, uh, but but you know this, one of the things that still remains is who's going to get that fifth start. Uh, you know uh, Oliver Marmol said today that um, they're they're not ready to name a fifth starter yet. Jake Woodford and Drew Verhagen, a guy who came from Japan last year, are still fighting it out. But keep your eyes on on Jordan Hicks. Jordan Hicks is going to throw multiple innings today. Jordan Hicks has been absolutely lights out so far. Uh, You know, a lot of Cardinal fans are, are, are dying to see him pitch. He's been out for the last two and a half years. Keep your eye out for Jordan Hicks as potentially that fifth starter.
1: It's interesting, John. Do you think they're actually going to do that? Because we had heard all offseason, and you know how easy this is to say. I mean, you, you covered the Magic, so I'm sure you heard a million different things about how they were going to play, and then they would get into the season. It was like, oh, we're, we're watching the same team again. So I, I have I've been honestly a little skeptical of the notion that they're actually going to modernize their pitching approach until we see it take place. Going with Jordan Hicks as an opener would certainly be something that fits into that criteria. How likely do you think it is that Jordan Hicks ends up getting that fifth start at least early on in the season as an opener
0: you know if if Woodford and and Verhagen were solid uh, you know if they had already one of them had already won this job I think it would be unlikely uh, you know because Jordan Hicks can absolutely be a weapon out of that bullpen uh, you know you have uh, Gallegos who who closed and saved him last year uh, Reyes is out until early June. So you need arms in the bullpen, but but Hicks has been so good. I mean, the ball he threw the other night broke 18 inches at 101.9 miles an hour. I mean, that's 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 about as nasty as it gets. And, you know, I, I think if he goes out there today and shows that he can handle multiple innings, and the guy wants to be a starter. He said he actually feels better the more he pitches. So um, I, I think it's better than, 50, better than a 50% chance that he could potentially be the starter on uh, April 12th and, and get that fifth start.
1: John, another pitcher that, uh, if you heard our return, you, you know how excited our guy Tanner Hendrickson is, uh, Andre Palante. What have you taken away from his camp, and uh, how, how impactful do you think he will be on this ball club now that he has made the club?
0: Yeah, you know, it's really been a meteoric rise for him. Uh, he was a fourth-round pick in 2019, so he's only spent three years in, in the minors. Uh, he pitched in, mostly in Springfield last year. He threw two games in Memphis. But, you know, they, they've they really studied the analytics. They've looked at the numbers, and they looked at how he's pitched this year. I think he gets, like, ground balls 62% of the time. Uh, you know, Olive Marmal has really preached that, you know, that he's going to go by the analytics. He's going to go by the matchups. And, you know, anytime you can get a pitcher who can throw that many ground balls with five gold glovers behind you, you know, the Cardinals want to want to get those guys out there who are going to throw the sinkers and induce ground balls.
1: We're talking to John Ditton here for another couple of minutes. He's the new Cardinals beat writer for MLB.com. Make sure you give him a follow on Twitter at John Ditton 555. John, I did want to ask you about a guy kind of going in the other direction so far through camp. Tommy Edmond is one for 20 this spring. And I saw the other day his average exit velocity is 79 miles per hour, which needless to say is not good. What have you seen from Edmond so far in camp and how much do you think, when it comes to the grace period that he has earned, how much do you think is there for him early in the season if these struggles continue into the regular season?
0: Well, I mean, you know, the the, the guy won a gold glove last year. Two, he's a really good guy. Three, he's really smart. So, you know, the Cardinals have confidence it's going to come around. But, you know, you're, you're right, Uh You know, he's a little rattled right now. I think the fact that, you know, they made no secret about it on the first day of spring training that they were looking for a new leadoff hitter. Uh, Dylan Carlson has got that job. Dylan Carlson's going to be the leadoff hitter potentially for the next 10 years. Uh, You know, so maybe that rattled Tommy's confidence a little bit. He just, you know, hasn't swung the bat well. He's had a lot of check swings. And, you know, even when he's made contact, like you said, he hasn't hit the ball hard. Uh, You know, I, I think the Cardinals are just banking on the fact that you know, when Tommy Edmund is right, he's really good. I mean, the guy had 41 doubles last year. He had 30 steals in what was supposedly a down year. You know, now he's going to have to do that from the eighth hole or the ninth hole. I think he's batting ninth today uh, for this spring training game. But, you know, obviously his confidence is rattled, but the, the Cardinals think that he's a smart enough guy that he's going to come around eventually. And John- if he doesn't, Edmundo Ed, Ed Sosa may play second base.
1: Oh, that one's interesting. John, a uh, final one from me you've had a lot of conversations with Ali Marmol in his first season as a manager for the team. Uh, how impressed have you been with him?
0: It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's amazing. You have to remind yourself that this guy's only 35 years old. You know, he's, he's so mature. He's so calm. Uh, everything that he says, everything comes out of his mouth has been, he's putting thought to it. And, you know, he's, he's going to be tough with these guys. You know, he, He called Matthew Libator, who's the number one pitching prospect in the the organization. He called him into his office the other day and lit him up because, you know, he he walked a bunch of guys. He threw 63 pitches, I think it was, to get five outs. He lit him up, and then he sent him to Memphis. So, you know, he's not afraid to to call guys out. He's not afraid to have those tough conversations. And, uh, you know, I, I like what I've seen so far, you know. It's kind of weird that you have 3 guys on the roster who are older than the manager, but you know there's no there's no doubt at all about who's in charge.
1: John, the last question that I've got for you, I want to go back to where we kind of started this thing and that's with Albert Pujols and specifically the DH spot and how they're going to platoon that. When I first heard the news, I was like, "Oh, they're just going to use Albert Pujols against left-handed pitchers exclusively." And then you started hearing more of the information about what he's done and how he's had his success over the last couple of years. And it's not necessarily so much the handedness of the pitcher, so much it is the velocity of the pitcher that he's going up against. What have you heard, whether it's behind the scenes, conversations that you've been having with people around the Cardinals, on specifically how they will utilize the matchups in that DH spot with both Pujols and then Dickerson as well?
0: Well, you know, I mean, you're you're totally right as far as him facing lefties. I mean, People people don't realize how good he was with the Dodgers last year. I think he hit two ninety four, he had thirteen home runs against lefties. And then you look at pinch hit pinch hits with the Dodgers. He only had like thirty seven at bats, but he hit three three eighty seven, I think it was, as a pinch hitter. So the guy can still play and you know, Cardinal fans from old know that you never leave the room, you never go to the restroom when number five's in the box and you know, they're gonna play him. they're gonna put him in there in high leverage situations because he has that experience and you know, Ali Marmol even pointed out. He said, "When you're a when you're a DH, basically it's like pinch hitting four times in the game. You know, it's not something that that young guys can do to swing a bat and go sit down for an hour and then swing a bat again. So they they like his experience. They like the fact that he can cover the whole plate. They like that he can handle the high fastball. So, you know, he's going to mostly play against lefties. But you're going to see high leverage situations. You're going to see number five in the batter's box and." you know, they have the utmost confidence that he can still kind of summon that greatness in in pressure situations.
1: He's John Denton, covers the Cardinals now for MLB.com. He's about to cover his first opening day here in St. Louis, and we're excited for you, John. Enjoy all of the festivities. It's a really special day, so make sure you take in every moment of it. We wish you all the best as you get back here to St. Louis, and hopefully we'll talk with you again soon.
0: Thanks so much, guys. My pleasure, and and, and have a good show.